0: Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to sode number 62 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. Today's topic is... uh, So I actually just recently made an Instagram post on this, and I've realized as I've gotten older, I have this weird draw towards movement. And I know that sounds weird, but essentially I feel like I have an inner athlete or I have some type of primal thing inside of me drawing me towards moving more. And I wonder if this comes from being an athlete growing up and then all throughout high school and then in college of course, I was, I was very heavily into, into bodybuilding and I was lifting literally like six days a week. And so I didn't have much time for, for much else besides lifting in, in college, considering I was doing two hours of it basically each day. But now that I've, I've gone past that, I don't lift six days a week anymore. It's more so like three or four days. And so I think that I'm not hitting that threshold anymore, that movement threshold that I uh, feel so compelled to, to hit once again. And and this comes in the form of not wanting to just do it through lifting. So I'm not wanting to just lift weights more often or lift more weights, right. Or get stronger or any of that. Like, of of course I, I want that still. However, there's other needs that I feel like I am, I am, I have lost throughout this transition into adulthood. And as I get older, I don't know if it's because uh, my survival instincts are kicking in and I want to make sure that I'm still uh, enough of an athlete to, to move and be agile. And if there's a tiger coming at me or whatever, I'm able to defend myself or get away in time without being killed, you know? So, so these, these are the things that's been, been going on in my brain. So it made me rethink like, okay, what are the basics of training like what should a human who is trying to be in peak physical condition you know of course i i'm not going to be a peak physical condition athlete sprinter marathon runner mma fighter anything like that but as far as a Guy like me, twenty six year old who who is in you know pretty good shape. How can I how can I level up in all other areas of fitness as well without becoming a CrossFitter or an ultra marathoner or some shit like that? I'm just trying to look better than the average person and then also feel and and perform better than the average person as well. Not the best, but pretty damn good. I know you guys feel me on this. Um, so, what I wanted to cover is actually. Dr. Andy Galpin is a professor of physiology, exercise science. Uh, he's just a he's a, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's a super smart guy and knows what the hell he's talking about. And he wrote an article called "Going Back to Basics in Your Training." It's on xptlife.com. I'll make sure I put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, but if you see me looking down, if you're on the video and you see me looking down, uh, I'm essentially going through because. He's way smarter than me. So it's there's no sense in me trying to make up what I think someone should do to to be fit and to be in shape. He's got a degree in this. He's got a PhD. He's way smarter than I am. He's worked with high level UFC athletes uh, who use all different types of energy systems and different strength modalities and cardio modalities. Uh, he knows what works, not me. So what I thought I would do is I would go through his article, uh, read through what he said, uh, not verbatim, but give my little tidbits here and there. But for the most part, I want to let him handle the nuts and bolts of all of this. And I'm sure that you guys watching the video don't care too much about my eye contact. Um, but anyway, that's a discussion for another day. However, let's go ahead and get into it as far as what makes someone a more well-rounded athlete and these are the things that i'm going to start focusing on with my own workouts and so the first thing is going to be long duration exercise once or twice a week and what i'm going to try and do is go through these and then at the end i'm going to give my kind of summation of how i'm going to try and put this into practice as far as what an example split or an example week would kind of look like and so the first one like i said long duration endurance and and this is going to be uh, a session that challenges your cardiovascular system with 30 minutes or more of low to mid-level exertion performed without a break. So this one's this one's pretty obvious. Long duration endurance once or twice a week. This is going to be jogging, swimming, biking. Uh, and, and I don't think that walking would go into this because you, your heart rate isn't up enough. However, I think that, and it's actually not mentioned in this, but I think it's, it's important to incorporate into your program it is plenty of walking and so i would include walking in this long duration endurance again i'm not an mma athlete i'm just trying to move on a regular basis and feel better um, than i do now right and so he says 30 minutes or more low to mid-level exertion performed without a break um your heart rate shouldn't go up or down too much in these sessions. Uh if you're tracking your heart rate, it should stay within 60 to 80% of your max. So for you nerds out there who really want to track that stuff, please be my guest. Uh, and so 60 to 80% of your max may be around 120 to 150 beats per minute, just for a little little reference. Um And so he says activities such as hiking, biking, running, and surfing fit the bill here. And he said you should finish these sessions without feeling exhausted. I want to make sure that's clear because with each of these, you're training different energy systems. And if you go too hard um, or too easy, you're not providing the body with the adaptation you're searching for. So that's important. You should finish these sessions without feeling exhausted, right? The next one, he says high heart rate training once or twice a week. And so he said these are typically exactly what they sound like. You take your heart rate way up and then you let it come back down before going again. Uh, I think some things like this would be bike sprints or um, he has another column or he has another part of the system called speed, which I'll get into in just a second. But I think doing something like sprints or uh, hill sprints or, um, bike sprints, lots of sprinting in this one, but uh, any type of high intensity interval training, circuit training, stuff like that is going to fall into this rowing, uh, you know, things like that are, are going to be uh, that's going to fit the bill here. So high heart rate training, the, the whole point doesn't matter what the hell you do. Uh, this could be yeah, it could be anything. Get your heart rate up, And then let it come back down before you start going again. And he said there's significant evidence to suggest that this type of session is the most efficient type of exercise for overall health. He said the benefits cross over with those of long endurance training, but there are some notable differences too. So you should do both each week. So he's saying endurance training and also this high intensity interval training. He says you could do one twice and the other one once, depending on your performance goals or simply which you prefer or feel most challenged by. So if you prefer high intensity interval training, do that more often than long endurance training Um, or if you have different goals, et cetera, et cetera. Switch the emphasis occasionally to keep things interesting. All right. So first two long endurance training and then the next is going to be high heart rate training Then the next he has is strength. So this is obviously more my wheelhouse and and he says to do this twice or three times per week. I think I'm going to go more for probably three to four times per week. Most of you listening are going to be more lifting focused, I'm assuming. And so three to four times a week, I think, is is solid. Uh, you can get in really great results with three to four times per week. Um And also, he said, which is a great point here, he says, muscle mass and strength are two of the highest predictive factors of all cause mortality. Um, It's not about looking a certain way, but rather keeping yourself at a high level of function for the rest of your life. He said, I recommend doing a total body strength session two to three times per week. Focus mostly on compound exercises, multi-joint movements involving several body parts. That's what compound movements are. He says, like squats, deadlifts, lunges, kettlebell swings, overhead presses, pull-ups, and so on. Each session should be around 30 to 45 minutes long, enough to provide adequate stimuli without too much volume. And of course, this, this could go, uh, you know, this could be an entire hour long podcast, probably even more about what that means and what you should actually do. And I think 30 to 45 minutes, it's an arbitrary number, but I would say 30 to 60 minutes is going to be the, the sweet spot for, for most people. Uh, and I think a good point here that he makes as well is that the key is not going to failure. Contrary to, contra- yeah, contrary to what you might read in bro science articles, you also should avoid extreme fatigue. That's for your interval days so it's another that's the point that i brought up earlier don't try to satisfy the um the high heart rate training with your strength training these are different adaptations that we're trying to focus on and by focusing on one of them at a time you can give that uh, all of your efforts as opposed to trying to be mediocre At both of them. The example that makes sense for me is if you're trying to do it's like whenever I see guys doing leg raises while also bench pressing. So they're trying to work their abs while also bench pressing. And what actually happens is they get very mediocre results in both. They get very mediocre results in improving their bench press and also in improving their core strength. Instead, just bench press and then also just work your core you don't have to do both at the same time and in fact that's a very suboptimal and stupid way of doing things if i might add um so yes the third pillar is going to be strength uh two to three times per week again i i think um Two to three times per week. For me, it's going to be about three to four times per week. And again, I'll, I'll give some recommendations in just a second. And the last one, where are we on time? 11 minutes. We're good. I'm about to wrap this up. The last one is speed. This one is probably the least important for most of you. Of course, again, we're, tr- we're trying to train everything. We're trying to maintain our inner athlete. But speed for some of you, you may not really care. Uh, however, uh, let's see. What, what's interesting here, what I wanted to point out, he said, he said what we're, in, in his lab uh, where, he, where he does research, he said what we're finding out is that keeping your fast twitch muscle fibers active and able enables you to age well, whereas those whose fast twitch fibers decline become frail, less mobile, and more prone to debilitating falls. So I think that this is this is a very good argument for working some of these fast twitch muscle fibers. For me, um, so a a few of the examples of what he says, he says, at a minimum, I recommend doing five to 10 minutes of this type of work at least once a week. He said this could be done as a standalone session or combined with a pull workout or strength session. Um, He says, choose two to four exercises such as medicine ball slams or throws, box jumps, clapping push-ups, or short sprints. If you're in the pool, you could cover 15 to 25 meters as fast as you can. Perform two to four sets of three to five reps with plenty of rest in between so you feel ready to go as quickly as possible in the next work period. Um, He said, I think this is is really important with these speed sessions. You should finish the session feeling like you haven't done enough. And this is, this is what, he, what we're talking about because you're not training long endurance. You're not training um, the, the high, high interval training or anything like that, getting your heart rate up like crazy. This is all about how much quality work and how uh, um, exerting a very high amount of effort in a very short period of time and then resting as long as you need to so that you can once again perform at 100% at your very next set. For me, what I'm thinking uh, that I would like to do with these is some type of maybe small hill sprints outside. If you want to get outside, I would say run for five to six seconds as fast as you possibly can. And then I would rest until your your heart rate comes back down, basically, and, and just rest as long as you need to and then perform multiple sets of that right Uh, and so another thing would be uh if you have a a good enough treadmill where you can actually push the treadmill so there's there's certain treadmills for this Uh, make sure you don't break the one that you have Uh, but where you actually have to push the um treadmill to to make it move and again so you're just pushing and running as fast as you can for about five to six seconds and then you rest for a period of time and then you do it again Um, all right so quick recap long endurance Uh, Or sorry, long duration endurance training once or twice a week, high heart rate training once or twice a week, strength training twice or three times a week and speed at least once a week. How I think I am going to put this into practice because I like to do uh, more higher frequency and I want to do something almost every day. But I have here is a six day plan. What I think I'm going to do and I'm going to wrap it up right here right after this Sunday, I think would be something like hit intervals and also speed. So I would maybe do some kind of combination or one or the other. Again, I don't care as much about those. I would do Sunday hit intervals and speed training. Monday would be an upper strength session. Tuesday would be like a long duration jogging Um, Jogging day for about 30 minutes. Wednesday would be my lower body strength session. Thursday would be just like walking outside or walking on an incline in the treadmill for 30 to 45 minutes. Friday would be my upper body strength training session and Saturday would be off completely he also has an example in the article that you can check out you can recap all of these don't worry you don't have to write anything down it's all in the article um, but i wanted to share this with you guys because i thought it was helpful and it's something that's been on my mind lately that i hope will help you guys as well all right and that is it for mini so number 62 thank you as always for listening and for watching see ya and that is that my friends thank you so much for listening to another episode of the more than fitness podcast and please if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in itunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your ig story tag me at Matt McLeod six. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also if you want more free content you can check the links in the description i have my free four week workout plan the ultimate physique development and also if you want to work with me online one-on-one for personal coaching you can check the link in the description as well Uh, and anything else you need please send me an email send me a dm i would love to hear from you again thank you so much for listening